On this podcast, we covered a range of topics already in the beginning of our journey. And we kind of started this mini-series unintentionally where we would uh, get a bunch of youth from all over the world talking about their passions in the arts, from music to painting to embroidery and so on. And it only made sense since we covered songwriting singers, musicians, to composers and producers. It was about time that we brought on a record label to interview. That's what this episode is going to be about. If that's something that interests you, stick around because we're going to talk about the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes and it's going to be a fun conversation. So, so stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to the CMT podcast. On today's episode, the record label ReArts, with your host, Shanze Reza, joined by special guest Azim Hamid, founder and representative of the label. Let's bring him on in. How is it going for you today? How are you doing? Um, it's been good so far, uh, other than the fact that I twisted my ankle earlier. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've been fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, everything has been fine. Everything is good. Um, thank you for inviting me, and uh, really grateful to be part of this podcast. Of course. Um, thank you so much for taking out time to be here. So I want to kind of start with, I want to know everything, the ins and outs of ReArt. But before we do, I need to know, and my listeners need to know, who is behind this all? Who is behind ReArt? So if you could share a little bit about yourself and what do you call yourself? Business person, entrepreneur, innovator, I don't know. Um, well, who is behind ReArt? It's not, it's not a one-man show, for sure. Um, we're actually around four to five people. That's about it split between three con- uh, three three different countries actually two continents three countries wow. um uh, one uh, one of our one of the co-founders Najam Alassar, he's currently based in Copenhagen Denmark our company is originally based out of Tallinn Estonia and Lahore Pakistan i'm based in Istanbul and then there are there are other team members who are Shoaib and Noor they're based out of Lahore so the team is actually split and um, when it comes to us being innovators or entrepreneurs, I would say we are more like social entrepreneurs. We we wouldn't call ourselves um, innovators at all because, you know, there's nothing new that we did. It's something that already exists and people do have access. So it's just that we're trying to create an, a support group for the artist community out there in Pakistan, whether they be musicians, whether they be designers, whether they be artists. And yeah, and, and the biggest, biggest misconception about ReArts is that people think we're a record label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I want to get to that. Yeah. Um, okay, so cool. So now since we know a little bit about the who the masterminds are behind this all, let's learn a little bit about ReArts. Focusing on the beginning, from the idea to establishing the so-called label, not label, kind of the first steps it took to this being a thing, this being real. And maybe you can share how the name came to be as well. Um, so, um, like, me and Najam, you know, recently got graduated. We met at a random party in Lahore. <laughs> and we started having this conversation that uh, about how, you know, the art sector, because I had an arts background, 
and Najam had an engineering background, but he was very much involved in the art sector, doing festivals here and there for multiple uh, educational institutes and grand fest uh, festivals, you know, like uh, educational expos and, you know, larger festivals nationwide in, in Pakistan and globally. And uh, I was associated with a lot of, you know, design-oriented work because I was uh, working internationally in different countries in East Africa, in Uganda, Kenya, then moving to Eurasia, to Azerbaijan, and then moving to Europe, France, and then also working in South Asia and India and Pakistan, Sri Lanka and other places uh, with my first venture. So that was that that was called independent theater which was like an uh, open platform for artists to come in and you know interact with uh, one another and learn about arts education whether it be performing arts education and hence the name independent theater like anyone can join in it's a message you know we want to to empower uh with uh and you know help the youth you know excel in their creative pursuits um so so basically me and Najam were just sitting in at my place uh, just having random conversation, then we decided that okay, how about you know, we do something for the arts uh, sector in Pakistan because there's nothing technology driven in Pakistan when it comes to the arts sector, especially when when you go to a museum, you don't see any technology there, or you don't, you, there's not even a ticket booth there, yeah. which would give you an electronic ticket or something like that. So how do we make things more more and more? easy ex easily accessible to the audiences like you know maybe virtual tours for people you know who cannot come to pakistan because of so many reasons with the bad image that we have in media and all that but they want to see the museums in lahore and you know in other places or maybe maybe we can create a virtual tour or something or maybe you know take people to lahore port or you know show them a 360 virtual tour where they can just walk in whether it be maybe in the states or anywhere around the globe so we wanted to integrate technology and that was one of our aims and uh not just being an engineer me being a designer which so you know it was like a perfect combo that coming together and uh then uh soon you know we we, we just like start brainstorming on random ideas and, and the name just came out there randomly like i just said i said okay how about you know we first talked about you know re imaging arts reimagining arts and then we came up with words like are, are i redoing something about the arts and then so then we just like you know stumble upon re-arts you know so cool okay, okay. <laughs> it's like you know like redoing everything it's recreating and you know and like revisualizing the concept of art in general yeah yeah so that's how the concept actually started and it took us time to actually develop it over time but um, that's how the initial thing, it started in a small room, in my room actually in Lahore and where we were just having a normal conversation and it got serious and, and Riyadh's happened. Okay. And I made the logo right away. You know, the most common font out there, Helvetica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just picked up Helvetica and we just like used the light version and full version and we just draw them together and, you know, Riyadh's. Yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah. it works. Um, unrelated note, uh, it's so interesting how a lot of business ideas come from just meeting strangers at parties. I, I thought that was something <laughs> just in movies, but I love that that's the history for ReArt. It's really cool. We are uh, actually, Najam and I are mutual friends, so it was easy for us to, you know, just okay. like, so come together and just interact and then, you know, click with one another. And then we became really good friends and, you know, we trust each other like really well and we're like best friends now. <laughs> I so love that's that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So 
you spoke a little bit about um, the founders and like you mentioned that it's a very small team, but what does the team and management look like in ReArts? And what by that I mean, what who does what and what are the positions and share with me the kind of dynamic and energy you guys like to practice when working. Like, how do you keep a healthy working environment? So um, we, we, we have a more of a holocratic um, like point of view towards our company. There is no as such a hierarchy in, within the company. But we, yes, of course, on paper, yes, there is. Uh, but in, in reality, it's just that, you know, we, we don't like to, like, I don't like to call myself the CEO or, you know, Nacham likes to call or himself the co-founder or something with having those, you know, proper, uh, like, uh, titles onto us. But um, we, we, we just call ourselves creative directors. That's it. So all, all, Everyone is a creative director within the company. So everyone has a stake. Uh, whatever, if there's a good idea, you know, we all review it together. We discuss, we manage different things from taxes to audit to uh, even overlooking all the transactions to communicating with the artist. Each and every single thing is done within those five people within the team. Yeah, okay. that's uh, And mostly I'm the, the focal person because everyone else is shy so they, they don't want to come in the, so they push me and um that's how i um i get to connect with a lot of different artists and i've become the focal uh, person um, i think the the other one the other other members are the brains uh behind what we are says actually okay so involuntarily the focal person yeah. well you yeah. do it well from what i can tell what you guys are doing with the company it's it looks like there's more than five people behind it so i think you're doing more than a great job yeah one person is just part-time so we just engage her whenever we need her so oh. gotcha. so, so we're technically four people that's it okay so then a kind of sub question or um c continuing off from that do you guys plan on recruiting or hiring or do you guys want it to be within like a family and because you guys have that understanding and all um no we we actually want to expand and we are expanding rapidly like overseas and that's one of our aims to do so um we're looking into a lot of other um areas within the arts and um something that we're not better known for but we've done a lot of festivals digital festivals we've done a lot of tech-based work i can like show you so much stuff that we've done in pakistan and internationally and for the pakistani community so that too even whether it's internationally done it's for the local community where we make an open call for digital artists or visual artists and they, we ask them to just come in uh, other than j just musicians you know because but music being our main highlight of, i would say in pakistan right uh, yeah so you know this is something that we've been doing and uh, we do plan to expand eventually um we so far we've we've never gone to any fundraiser or you know any startup competition or to raise some money whatever we've invested we've invested from our own pockets so far wow. and and from the branding to the look of the entire company that's all my design <laughs> every year we we revamp you know we come up with a new, newer, newer look. Um, last year was something different. This year it's something different with the vibe, and next year it's gonna be something different. By the time December comes in, you'll see a new look altogether coming in. And uh, 
but now we're actually taking it seriously and we're planning on expanding the company uh, and we're uh, starting with Europe first and then eventually Pakistan um, because there's still some challenges within Pakistan of finding professionals right because uh, you have to train them it takes a lot of energy there because people are not well aware of how curatorial work actually works yeah. and even if somebody is very highly qualified in the curatorial work we can already afford them <laughs> considering we're a very small company and you know we're just like trying our best to showcase as much as we can yeah so you guys are like constantly evolving constantly you have goals you have things in sight and you guys are constantly trying to uh, revamp the company yeah Cool. Yeah. So yeah, like like I said, like we started with two people, now we are five, so it's a big plus. Okay, so here comes the question that I've been really wanting to ask since ever since I discovered you guys, um, and that is, well, what would you first say to the negative and very much true facts about how record labels are very controlling and try to mute their performers and so on? And how does Riart uh, do this differently? Because I know that you guys aren't a record label, but you guys don't exactly have a term to categorize yourself differently unless you guys have made up a term i don't know we we, we do have a we, we we call ourselves a progressive arts technology company okay that's that's not yeah. a sentence long <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's how we like kind of phrase ourselves um but again um how we work differently yes Look, there, there are a lot of challenges in Pakistan when it comes to record labels. Uh, one, uh, and just not the record labels, the music ecosystem as a whole. One, there is no music ecosystem. Uh, there's no music industry. Uh, even if there is, it's just a, a so-called industry. And and then you need to understand that there's no, there are no support system. Like, you know, there are no uh, professional artist management companies. There are no, uh, there are a lot of producers, but they are all selling their content to brands and stuff. So basically, the brands are working as record labels in Pakistan, actually. Right. To be really precise, like Coke, Coke is working as a record label. Yeah. If you would see, you know, like Sony Music or UMG abroad, Coke Studio is doing something similar, and and all the other XYZ brands that it's are very there. True, so yeah. Really, yeah. So they they have the main limelight, and they became the main commercial record label in Pakistan where, where, where they have all the control to all the content because they can pay the money they can have the advertisement going on and everything and people love it and it, they reach to the masses and that's how commercial music works um, and then the second issue um, in Pakistan is that there is no authentic distributor in Pakistan where people use third party aggregators or third party uh, distribution networks where they defraud, like they, in fraudulent ways, they act as as agents, um, but they claim themselves as as labels, uh, like minor labels, and then they sell that content to, they get commission over it, and they get commission via Dubai through and through different companies which are owned by our neighbor next door or any X Y Z other company which is internationally very strong. So oh. most of the Pakistani content is sold overseas without the artist knowing them. So the artist doesn't know their rights. That's another problem. The third issue is when the artist is not aware of his or her rights, they never get their royalties. Yeah. So they have no transparency over how much money they're making on these streaming platforms. They have no clue on how things are running. Uh, there is no clear path to it. So um, and 
then another problem uh, in Pakistan is that most of our 80% of the content or 90% of the content is sold overseas to overseas like and the very large companies who have minor labels and who hire these XYZ agents or I call them agents so I you may turn them them differently you know they might portray themselves differently in, within Pakistan so that's how record labels are actually functioning how we are functioning differently it's very simple one uh, we had this perk that we were we were based out of Europe so it was easier for us to get access to a lot of streaming platforms directly and make partnerships with them and hence and hence we've been able to do so uh, um, and we've been able to you know generate money on our own uh, we don't have many platforms onto our, our our network right now but we are trying to expand as much as we can over over the years like so far we've made, uh, made access to nine platforms but out of those nine platforms are one of the major platforms that exist, streaming platforms. And uh, then for XYZ others, like smaller streaming platforms, avenues, what we do is that we have a label agreement with one of the distribution companies within Europe, where we have the access to everything. And we have the ownership to everything. Okay. So they cannot claim. So we have a, a legal agreement with them where we pay a certain licensing fee for using their servers to distribute Pakistani music, but the, everything is within our control. Number three, um, how we, we don't own any of our artists' content. Mm -hmm. Not a single artist, um, we don't own a single, not a single track. Everything is owned by the artist. What we do is that we, we, we charge a certain fee. How we sustain ourselves, we charge a certain fee for our services which is very minimal and it's an annual fee. So it's something that an artist can easily afford, which is like 5,000 rupees. Wow, that's monthly. really good. Yeah, monthly. And But we, we take it as, a, uh, as an annual fee uh, collectively when an artist is working with us and we tell them of all the perks that we can give them and how we can support them. And then uh, we take, a, to sustain ourselves, we take a small cut from the royalties that are generated. So mostly what record labels do is that they take around 60 to 70% cut and give around 10 to 20 or 30%, depending on how big the artist is, cut to the artist. However, we do the other way around. We take a minimum share of 15%, a maximum share of 30%, but it's solely subject to the artist, how much the artist wants to give us. Hmm. So there's no restriction to it. Um, the fourth thing, uh, how we function differently is that we have, we've made a network, we've created our own ecosystem of, uh, mu music, uh, oriented organizations within Pakistan and internationally. So we're associated with a lot of, you know, indie, um, magazines or publication companies or radio stations internationally, as well as within Pakistan, like we have a direct partnership with radio FM 91. Uh, where we showcase our artists and we give them priority or other artists, you know, because of course they get more highlight and they get more more PR leverage. Um, then we have uh, a partnership with the Demo Music Room, which is a platform where artists can go and record themselves and, you know, perform, do live performances in a similar way. We are at a very good terms with two other similar organizations, one based in Lahore called Strictly Social and the other one in Islamabad called Hill Joint. So we call them hubs. So they're like friends 
uh, who support Greek arts and we support them back by giving them our our artists who are on our curated list. And then we do a lot of artist collaboration within Rearts. Okay. So 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 you, like recently you would see you know Amna Riaz was an upcoming twenty year old girl who's um, you know doing wonders and her music was produced by Sherry Cutter who's come who is the the lead vocalist for Karakaram but he's also a producer at the same time so you know matching up two extremes together to help one another so that's how we're creating our own ecosystem we so we call it the re-arts family where everyone collaborates with one another so we we've had a lot of collaborations running at the moment within multiple different artists within Rearts uh, who are signed with Rearts and we've had previously have had released you know we've released a lot of content where artists were collaborating with one another in, in many different ways for instance fake shamans collaborated with Mughla Funk on one of the tracks along with Azaz Sohail as one of the vocalists and then uh, there was a, a track by Amna Riaz where Ali Alvi produced it so you know we've been doing a lot of uh, the, like some smaller things like these where we're trying to support our artists and then we have partnerships uh print partnerships with a lot of print magazines one is based one magazine is based out of the uk called um siegfried co which is an indie um label like ours, us um and with with like-mindedness that you know how they want to empower artists in different parts of the world which are underrepresented within their uh within within the uk so they they focus on artists from zambia other places you know and hence now we have a collaboration with them where they are showcasing a lot of pakistani uh artists and the the other thing then we have a partnership with uh urdu radio deutschland which is a radio station for urdu speakers within germany so we make sure that all our artists get a highlight overseas as well and then we we work uh, closely with some journalists who uh, music journalists who work in india for rolling stones india so we've been able to feature a lot of our artists on rolling stones india as well uh, through you know in, in a goodwill gesture where they, they have really supported us what we've been doing uh, one more thing that i would like to um add in there here is that um other than you know all these and uh, the things that we've been doing, what we've all also been trying to do is that um, we're trying to give, because uh, in, in Pakistan, you need to understand that there, 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 there are literally zero to no platforms to give that avenue to the artists to come on television or, you know, on advertisement, except for like Coke Studios or, you know, these branded shows or Visconti or XYZ Velo. Uh, they are the only highlights that you would you would get recognize, recognition from. Uh, so what we do is that we try to give them this leverage uh, to showcase their as much as we can make make their content push elsewhere, overseas. Uh, and we do that, and we've been very successful because our main audiences is coming from India, USA, Canada, UK, other than Pakistan, and Dubai. So we have a lot of overseas Pakistanis and South Asian community, you know, following Riyards on different streaming platforms and listening to these artists. And because on a regular basis, when, when I see analytics, this is something that we come up with. Yeah. Okay. So from what you told me, you guys really care about um, whoever you work with. You guys are not a record label. <laughs> we, we, we are not. We, we, we work very closely with the artists. We make sure we hear them out, what they exactly want. And then we create an entire curated planner accordingly. 
mm-hmm. from and, and each and every single thing is taken care of from their YouTube channel to their um, image on Spotify to Apple Music to Deezer, each and every single platform. And we think about it, we plan dates out, and we make sure that you know everything is curated in a, in a designerly way. Yeah. So since you guys care so much, I have to ask this follow-up question. Um, what do contracts with um, whoever you work with look like? How, how do they, um, if they want to leave or if they want to be completely uh, solo again, what does that look like? It's, it's very simple. Um, it, within the contract, we're the, we have, we've got the biggest contract like in terms of number of pages. It's, wow. uh, it's around 18 pages in total where the artists have it. We've written down what the artist rights are with according to the constitute of pakistan hmm. and nobody mentions that yeah. we've actually mentioned that within the contract that th- these are your rights and you can you have the right to withdraw at any time all they need to do is inform us beforehand once they do so what we do is that we we take down their content and transfer everything to them and okay. then they can and then they can re- redistribute it so it all so all the music content that you see online, it's based on algorithms and codes. Mm-hmm. So we give them all the codes, we give them, and it's and we're very transparent about these codes. The moment we distribute someone's music, we tell them that, okay, we've generated your codes on your behalf, on your name. So if you want to know the code, we'll just give it to you right away. And we give them access to their backends, to all these streaming platforms. So they have full transparency into how many people are listening to them uh, alongside us. So there's complete transparency in terms of, and on a quarterly basis, we share um, reports because we get reports from these streaming on a quarterly basis. And then we compile them and we share that how much money they've made on, on each quarter of oh, the year. That is so important. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys have that figured out from uh, point one to point B because that, like, people don't think about the singers, people don't think about who's at front. It's always like the person that that is behind the screen or behind the curtains that is um at most gain or has the most out of everything so i really do appreciate and value that you guys have thought this out and you guys aren't just here for the sake of being here um you guys want to provide something that's hasn't been really explored in pakistan but also to the best degree it can be provided at exactly yeah on a, on a very small scale, but yes, uh, with, with its maximum impact, that's what we've, we've been trying. We That's why, you know, uh, we've been collaborating. We've been very grateful to Spotify. You know, they've been really supportive of what we are doing, and we've been collaborating with them, showcasing our artists, which have never been heard before, you know, and people are liking them. Yeah. So it's, you know, uh, people, some artists who've been signed with us since past years, and nobody knew about them except for a handful of people, but now they're getting that mass... Uh, or like a small bit, but they're still getting that, you know, recognition. Yeah. So that must be very rewarding. We talked about the struggles and the constant um, challenges that you guys have faced and yet mm-hmm. challenges to come. But let's talk about a little bit more of the, the more rewarding moments, the, the achievements you guys have come across. What's something that you look back at and you're like that? I'm just so proud that like this is ReArts and this is us. And I'm proud that this is something we put out there. Well, uh, well, it's it's uh, it's surprising that you know when when we started, people actually laughed at us that saying that you know Spotify, will, Spotify or you know these X Y Z streaming platforms would never come to Pakistan, and what you guys are doing, you know, it would never work out because you know it's something anyone can do, you know, and there's so many platforms where you can just like put in your music and you know just distribute it. 
and we were i was so sure that you know i was like okay imagine like we're we're a country with 220 million people how can these applications and you know uh just ignore such a big audience who and 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 gladly so like spotify just came in because you know uh like other local apps were scamming people and they were not even like rewarding um uh, artists with their royalties and now since spotify came in and then there's another local app which is really good called bachao which i have to mention that they're doing a fantastic job by giving royalties to the artists and their recent app and they came in and they, they're just changing the entire like mindset of the artist uh, community or music community within Pakistan altogether. So, uh, yeah, so I, we, 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 we consider ourselves lucky that we started something way back when nobody was believing in us, when we, it was just a few friends who supported us and, you know, we went with the idea and we were supporting them and eventually starting off with like around five artists who were just all, all our friends to today having more than 70 artists on board on our roster and having uh, more than like 20 or 30 releases every month. So I think I think that's pretty, pretty um, cool uh, in terms of our achievement. Otherwise, we haven't won any awards. We're pretty laid back with that. We, 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 we haven't got any grants. We, we haven't done anything as big. But I think our biggest achievement has been that, you know, uh, from growing with just a small community of artists to over a 70 artists, uh, to over like 70 plus artists. And also now that we have one Bangladeshi band signed with us. So that's a huge achievement because, you know, we're trying to expand across South Asia as well. Yeah. So that we, we consider a huge achievement that we have one international band signed with us. So, so that's, cool. that's something big. Yeah, that, just it being like the first step is definitely the most scary, but also the most rewarding. I remember even with my podcast, it's not too long ago, when I was taking the first steps to really be public, be judged um, online, put myself out there and be vulnerable. It was terrifying, but there was the adrenaline and excitement as well. And I'm so glad that I took those steps. Um, I've made mistakes along the way. I'm going to continue make, making mistakes as exactly. I go. But it's just so cool to be able to do something that I, not even the world doubted me in, but also I doubted myself. And so more than proving people wrong, I'm glad I proved myself to be something that I can be. And I doubted myself that I could never be. So. Exactly. Uh, likewise, you know, it's, 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 it's a day-to-day -day learning experience for us as well, like all together. Yeah. And uh, with ha at the speed of where this label is going or not label is going... Um, you guys are surely to um, see many more achievements your way as long as well as challenges but I feel like those challenges um, almost don't feel like a burden when you are facing the successes as well um, uh, well there are a lot of challenges to be really fair yeah. um, like working remotely and you know um, of course you know there are communication delays and everything and then with a very small team managing a large number of audiences, uh, like uh, artists who are on our roster, and listen, listening to each artist plea, plea, and you know, making sure that you know they're curated uh, properly. So you know, um, these are some of the basic challenges. Uh, otherwise, uh, they're uh, not so many. Um, I, of course, you know, everything comes. Uh, things get you know taken care of over time. You learn and you somehow manage. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so we've reached our final question. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so we have covered the history of the label, what's going on currently with the label. So it only makes sense to ask what you guys see in the future for this company. What are, what are like what you guys, sorry, where are you guys going with the company and what do you guys have planned for us? What can we see? Where can we see you guys go? So we're, we're working on a couple of things. One, we uh, are looking into creating our own music magazine. That's one, a digital magazine, converting Riyadh into a publication house. Uh, that's one of the things that we're aiming at. We want to be a publishing company eventually. Uh, all kinds of publishing, whether it be social media, whether it be digital sales, whether it be search engine optimizations. We're looking into all these domains as well of digital of how the digital work world is working at this moment and uh the second thing that we are looking into is that making sure that by the end of this year we have over a hundred artists with us that's what we're aiming at at the moment uh we're at 70 we shot off 30 29 artists so we're at 71 at the moment so we're looking forward to expanding our roster and making sure that you know we cross the 100 mark and that's our goal uh, but in the next um five years down the line that's something that we plan we we want to establish as a prominent label on the side and we want to uh, make Riyadh's records an independent thing off Riyadh's completely sorry for the disturbances uh, like the, the, i'm so sorry about that no worries. um yep yeah. uh so uh, we're we're actually wanting uh Riyadh's records to be a something independent of Riyadh as a company as a whole and then Riyadh uh, will be more focusing on art sustainability in terms of its design in terms of um, curating our own festivals we we have our own festival called the Lahore Digital Arts Festival uh, where we uh, work with digital artists from across Lahore we did our first edition earlier this year in March so we want to continue that uh, on our annual basis uh, we do have a plan to do our own uh, music festival called Remix. Oh, I'm so psyched. So we've already done the branding and everything. So that's Remix. Um, and then there's another brand that we, we really want to launch. Uh, again, it's uh, everything is starts with, look, so Riyadh Records with RE. <laughs> and and then, then there's going to be a subsidiary that we want to work on, which will be focusing on artist management. That will be Remix and artist curated events. That's something that we're working on at the moment. And then um, we'll, we'll be, our eventual goal is to eventually go into the industry of entertainment completely, like, you know, be like Tencent of China. Like, you know how Tencent in China is that they're a huge entertainment company. Mm -hmm. And then one of our other goals is to actually um, create our own database to distribute uh, music properly. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's big that, plans. That's that yeah, that's something that we're already working upon. Um, it'll take around two years for it to complete, but we are on it. We've been, we've invested a lot of money. We're getting it done through Europe. Um, we're on it and, and we're over, like expanding our European office now. And that's why currently I'm in, um, uh, in Ankara, Metal is in Copenhagen and, and we're trying to work around. We're, also opening up a turkey office very soon we're launching in bangladesh as well um that's something in the in the pipeline as well we're working around something in sri lanka too 
So our, like a collab with another label uh, in Sri Lanka, Wayne Talks, uh, with one of the major indie labels there. And we might uh, do a, some sort of collaboration with them where we recruit artists from there and they, we do a cross collaboration between Pakistan and Sri Lanka and, you know, work something out. Okay, well, so many things going on. I hope nothing but the best for it. Uh, you mentioned that your goal was to have a hundred um, people signed artists. with you. Yeah, artists yeah. with you guys uh, by the end of this year. Did, was, did you want to share how maybe some of my listeners, if they were listening, how they can go about that, how they it's, can apply? It's very simple. It's very simple. So we do two open calls every year, one in uh, spring and the other one is done during summers but uh, the recruitment starts when uh fall comes by uh, when we're near by a uh, fall um so they can just like uh, we I, I we made a post yesterday saying that if anyone wants to you know join us just feel right feel free to submit their original so we only cater to original music we don't do covers mm -hmm. so that's a, one of our policies uh company policy um all they need to do is just submit their music at riyadspk at gmail.com that is about it. It can be a single track, it can be something raw, it can be something unplugged, it can be recorded from a phone, as long as it's good. Just send us away. Our team will overview it. That's we, We've had so many artists, uh, we, we recruited so many artists and uh, who just recorded through their phones and, you know, never went to a studio or anything like that. And we were able to, you know, make them collaborate within Riyadh and get their music recorded properly uh, without any, um, financial benefit or anything like that so you know we're very open to ideas like these so yeah okay you guys so, are yeah. like unreal <laughs> you guys are like literally what we need for all artists not just in pakistan so that's so cool you guys are working with the world um was there anything else that you wanted to share with me my listeners today anything we should know yeah like now we are also doing another thing we're archiving a lot of older catalogs that, uh, that were released beforehand by older bands and musicians. So we, we are, we've recently done EP, Entity Paradigm. Uh, like we did a remastered uh, release of them. And uh, recently, we, and also one thing I wanted to share that we are very, we're open to all genres. We have Pakistan's first queer band signed with us. We have um, thrash metal, a band who does trash metal, a doom metal to, you know, electronica, to any genre. We have Punjabi music as well. So we're open to all genres. So um, there's no um, bias over a particular kind of genre. So, you know, we're open to all kinds of people to send in their music. As long as it's good to the ears, it's something well, uh, like, nicely done. We're willing to look into it and, you know, work with you. That's it. So cool. Well... This was such a lovely conversation, really getting to know what's happening behind the scenes. It's really important to know not only for the artists, but for the listeners, who are they supporting? So it's cool that um, you took out time to talk to me and the things you're doing to push our favorite artists to the forefront. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for coming on. And so much yeah. for hosting me. Of course. I really, really appreciated it. Yeah, thank you so much to my listeners for tuning in. Till next time.